What's going on, everybody? Welcome to Dissect That Film Fresh Cuts, where we talk about brand new releases out in your favorite theaters or on your favorite streaming services. Today, we are talking about the Disney Pixar movie, Turning Red. Joining me, as always, is Dan and Angel of DNA Gaming. Oh, and I am Brad Parker. This is, uh, this is our first foray into, like, full-on animation. Like, we did Nightmare Before Christmas. Uh, we did a full podcast on that, which, was, you know, it's, it's, it's animation. It's claymation. But this is, like, our first, like, full animated movie. Full-on animated movie that we've talked about on the show. Yes. Um, and it's Pixar, which is probably one of my favorite studios when it comes to animation. So it's good to, to jump into into this let's just let's just start start it off let's talk about what we thought of this movie and we'll start with you guys of course as always you want to be the ray of sunshine today i was disappointed okay that's fine that's why we're here (laughs) i it's clearly not fine or he would have said that's fine (laughs) just (laughs) i wanted to like it because so many people were device, you know, it was such a big division between p- the people that liked it and mm-hmm. the people that hated it. I was disappointed because I wanted it to be better. So like we- I get, I get some of the 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 lessons mm-hmm. that were wanting that needed to be learned or whatever that they're trying to get across, but I, I didn't like it. I what I didn't hate it like some people hated, well, they just hated it. it because they didn't agree with the message. If you shouldn't like essentially, I, I'm not going to get into it explicitly, but they didn't like some people didn't like it because it seemed like they you weren't supposed to listen to your parents or something, or they perceived it to be that way, or whatever. Yeah, I feel there was a number of things that people were kind of like, "Why is this? You know, what is this movie's message?" I don't think anyone Ooh. has fully figured it out other than the people that made the movie or people who really were just like it's really not that hard if you think about it <laughs> i had a pretty good idea but i'll get to that I just would be more entertaining i guess okay i just i don't know this was definitely one of the lower the lower ones in my my liking of pixar movies because i like most pixar movies i do like that it has sandra oh in it but that yes. about she was so good. Yeah, that's about it. <laughs> I'm done. <laughs> I'm done. It was all right. Uh, I'm not the biggest fan of this movie either. the The movie as a whole is entertaining. It is. I. It, I do not like I, the beginning. The beginning part I didn't like. The very very beginning. I don't. I don't really care for like literally like the first 10 minutes of the film, 10, 15 minutes of the film. And like, I, cause I don't, honestly, I, I don't like the main character. May may. I, I just don't care for her as a main character. Like she's supposed to be this person getting individuality, but yeah, she's really sporadic and random. And this has nothing to do with being a kid because I think I don't, I like all the other kids in the movie, even the annoying piece of shit, Tyler, one that picks on him. Cause he's like the bully analogy, but yeah. I just don't like her. I think she's annoying. Uh, I think she's kind of shit to her friends at times. I think she's shit to her parents at times. And 
just as an individual, like as a character story, I don't care for. Uh, yeah. Uh, after the first bit, the rest of the movie was pretty entertaining. But yeah, it was all right. It, this is probably one of the lower Pixar movies for me. It's definitely not Cars Two bad, but like Ooh, well, Cars Two, like I wouldn't even watch. As bad as Cars Two, I wouldn't. I wouldn't even watch that. But out of all the all the Pixar films I've watched, this is definitely one of the lower ones. However, for me, once I get past the initial 10, 15 minutes, like that introduction I, period. Yeah, I, I felt the movie was fine. Like I, I enjoyed it. I enjoyed how to conclude. It's very, in my opinion. You good? Yeah. <laughs> She's just waiting for what you No, I had to watch it twice because I fell asleep. <laughs> you fell asleep like three huh? times. She fell asleep on her second viewing I of it. it. It it's like he said, the first ten minutes. And I still woke up in the by the time I got to a part I hadn't seen. Anyhow, because <laughs> that fits. The I just felt very play by play at times. Like a lot of like this, like some big like point to the movie. I'm like, well, that's pretty predictable, which I'm not saying that's not a problem with kids movies because they're kind of not, I should say kids, but like family movies because that does happen a lot. But it was just like very telegraphed in my opinion. It's like, this is when this is going to happen. This is going to happen. This is going to happen. Everybody's going to love and hug and the end. Hmm. I did enjoy the end though. Like yeah. that was probably the best part. Like you, you enjoyed not the... not not the end end. Like the I, there's. She's a four tower. It's okay. <laughs> no, I'm not. Come on, there's... it was the time. It was the times. All right, that's. Listen, yes. are, are you got anything else? You want to add? No, Sarah said watch this at school, and she's like, "Mom, when you get to the four town part, pause it so I can watch it." <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's awesome! I I'm gonna be on the other side here. I enjoyed the, I enjoyed the hell out of this movie. This movie is fun. I I'm such a sucker for Pixar and Disney as a whole. Their movies are always just gonna grab me, except for Cars Two. That movie sucks. Um. This I've watched this movie twice, like fully didn't fall asleep. <laughs> just want to throw that out there. No, uh, I just I had a lot of fun with it. I like the you know, because it's set in 2002. I you know, I was a little younger than the main character was at that time. But I remember all of that stuff. The Tamagotchis yep. and the, yep. you know, the boy band craze. I wasn't part of that. But like I, you know, I had a sister who was obsessed with NSYNC. So I knew. Yeah, I. I've I can relate to these kids and we talked about Tyler for a second. We talked about the we talked about the Adam project. We talked about the bullies that were in that movie and how they were just stereotypical bullies. Tyler was a legit bully that I can remember from school. Like he was that kid who he had vulnerabilities where he was, you know, he did things, you know, he still did things that other kids were doing, but he was just that typical bully that would just like make fun of you to make fun of you. But then like later on in the day, like you guys could talk. Yeah. He didn't, he didn't come off like as even if let's just say hypothetically, there was some main like male character. He doesn't come off as the type of bully. Like you see in a lot of movies that just beats up people. He's like, you said, he's like a verbal abuser. Yeah. Like he makes fun of you. Like that's, that's how most of the bullies were. I knew grew up. They just made fun of you. Like you fucking dickhead. Yeah. Yeah. Pretty much. So yeah, he was, yeah, I agree. Um, I, 
I liked the main character. I thought she was she was um she was good because I liked the fact that she was trying to be herself, but being herself around her mother was so hard. And yeah, especially because her mom was so controlling of what she was doing. But I mean, not, you know, in the beginning of the movie, you don't know what's going to happen. So did she know that, you know, she knew eventually, you know, uh, Malin was going to turn into the panda. And she don't was just trying to. Movie. Well, too bad. <laughs> That's what we do on the show. <laughs> keep going, keep going. This is the, far, the, the farthest trailers. we've actually gotten into this without spoilers. So I'm pretty proud. We keep going. Um, We're going good. This movie. So the director is directed by Domi Shi. Uh, she this is her first full length uh, feature film. Uh, she directed a short called Bow, which uh, was fantastic. It's on Disney Plus if you haven't seen it. It's a yeah, it's a short film, won an Academy Award for best short. Uh, it's literally about a woman who is making dumplings, and one of the and and one of the dumplings like becomes alive, and she like takes care of it like her child. It's like kind of a um, you know, it's just a parent taking care of her kid. And then when it gets old, you know, when it gets older and you know, the relationship becomes strained type deal. It's really good. Go, go watch it. It's a short. It only, I think it's less than 10 minutes long, but this movie is very reflective of Domishi as she is from Toronto. She was an only child. Um, you know, her parents, you know, she, uh, there's actually a documentary that you can watch on the making of this movie. That's also on Disney plus. Uh, which I watched because I love that shit. And she, you know, she talked about how her her mom, you know, her parents were kind of controlling in a way, but she still has a very good relationship with them and, um, you know, allowed her to branch out and, and do the things that she wanted to do, you know, uh, which is, you know, right now is being part of a huge company like Pixar and making your own movie. So... I, I like that it reflected it, it reflected the life of the person who is making the movie. But the character, I really enjoyed the characters. I I enjoyed the the you know the big fight at the end, which was just like there's some great lines uh, at the end where she, you know the the whole thing is is that when the women become uh, get to a certain age and they start going through the change, you know puberty. Uh, they turn into pandas. Like when they start to stress out or when they start getting angry or something, they turn into to red pandas. Well, and it's all, it all happens to every woman in this like line. It all started like, you know, in ancient times when this woman, you know, she purposely wanted to turn herself into a red panda and then yeah. it kind of just traveled down the line. Um, so the fact the fact when the the dad is sitting with with Maylin when you know she's they have to go through this ritual where they or the ceremony where they're going to extract the panda spirit out of her so she doesn't keep turning into the red panda which another reason why I love this movie I love red pandas they're like one of my favorite animals yeah. I go to the zoo I go to the red panda I'll stay there for like 20 minutes just yeah. watching them do stuff the red pandas are adorable they are um so yeah, so they do this ritual to extract the spirit of this red panda. But like the so before the whole ritual, the dad is sitting with with Maylin, uh, which the dad is great, uh, because he's just one of those guys that like you know he's you know I don't want to go into too much because I don't really know you know that much about Chinese culture, but he's very you know to himself. 
He does what he has to do to make sure his wife's happy, you know, and he's he's always there for his daughter. And he's very quiet. He doesn't say a lot. There's He doesn't have much dialogue in this movie up until probably later on into the film. And But the little things that he says was just so impactful for her, you know, because he pretty much helps her determine that she doesn't want to get rid of it. You know, she is accept like she's accepting what she is and maybe the message comes off differently for most people when, you know, the whole thing with like while they're fighting. So the whole thing is that she wants to keep the panda. She runs away and then the mother uh, who has already gone through the ritual and everything and she has a medallion that it, it traps the spirit and she breaks out and she turns into Godzilla pretty much. <laughs> Like God's Godzilla Panda. God Panda. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and yeah, and, and then there's like this big fight, and she's you know, the whole thing was like the Maylin is she's like, you know, I wanna, you know, I like, you know, Four Town and I like to I like to gyrate. And I was like, okay, this is gonna get a little weird. But it's like I think that's where people were it's just the way that she was talking to her mom was what probably a lot of parents were like, what? So not, so what is this showing? Like kids are supposed to just, you know, be mean to their, you know, be rude to their parents. And, and you know, no, it's, it's about standing up for yourself. You know, she's, Mm -hmm. she's becoming a woman. She's growing up. She's got interests that her mom might not like, but you know what? You sometimes, you know, if it's not going to hurt anybody, just let them be like, let your kids explore life. You know, there's certain things where, yeah, you'd have to stop them from doing it, but you can't, you know, liking a boy, like she likes the boy band, but the mom is so against it because, and I can guarantee you that's how a lot of parents were back in the day when Backstreet Boys and NSYNC and all those other boy bands were out and girls were just swooning over them and parents were like, oh, do you see the way they dance and see the way they do this and that? It's very reflective in this movie what actually was going on at that time with a lot of parents, especially with nothing new. It's the same thing that happened with Elvis Presley. Exactly. It's been happening for a long time with, you know, throughout, throughout, you know, throughout history, but it's also the fact of, you know, it's the culture. It depends on the culture. depends on, you know, how the, it's always depending on how the parent was raised. They always want to take how they were raised and kind of just dump it onto their kids, which I don't think, you know, as a parent myself, you know, I want, I want my kids to to make the right decisions, but also they also have to make mistakes in order to figure out life. You know, yeah. you're going to, you're not, the, the path of life is never straight and smooth. You kind of got to veer off and do, do some yep. stuff to, to figure out exactly what you want to do. And I don't know. That's just that for me that that was really impactful in this movie. I and that's what made me really enjoy it. The a lot of people were giving a shit about the animation. They were like, oh, man, you know, 25 films in and the animation doesn't seem like it's improved. It's like I don't need all the Pixar movies to look realistic. This is very anime like this is. And they talked about it in the documentary is that it's they wanted to kind of feel like an anime. You know, it's, I mean, it's, it's based on, um, you know, these are Chinese Canadian, at least Maylin and her family, they're Chinese Canadian, uh, cause this takes place in Toronto and, but the, like 
when they see something cute, their eyes go big and they're, they got the stars in their eyes and just certain things. And yeah. of course, uh, you know, even though it's more Japanese, I know, I don't know the much about is Kaiju like stuff in Chinese. Like, do they have Chinese Kaiju? They do. It, I know Kaiju is a Japanese word, but right. Yeah. There's, ble- there's bleed over. I mean, there, there's anime inspired art, art and shows and stuff in China as well. Uh, so, I mean, there's bleed over like anything else. Right. So. So, yeah, I, I, I just, I mean, overall, I just really liked this movie. I thought it was a lot of fun. The, it just, I'll probably watch it again at some point. I have kids, so it'll probably be on my TV at some point soon, along with I'm everything else. Sure, it will be here too. <laughs> I mean, I wouldn't mind like my daughter, like turn on and watch it. It's, it's like, like it's what I want to express earlier. It's not that I don't like the movie. I just didn't think it was as good as I felt it should have been. However, I do feel this movie should have given, have been given a fair shake in cinemas. Right. I know they used, Omicron is their reason for not doing it, but I think that's mm-hmm. shit because I think that's two, three Pixar movies in a row that have been pushed on to streaming. Well, it's really shitty because it came out what a couple weeks ago. Yeah, it came out March eleventh. What do you mean? Like that was well, the Batman had already come out, and there was a bunch of other movies. Like Pixar draws in a lot of people. Like Pixar makes mm-hmm. a lot of yeah, money. I, I mean, Disney as a whole when it comes to films, you know, depending on, you know, no matter what property it is, they're going to have people drawn in and it. Yeah. It's, it sucks because these, you know, this, so this film went into kind of like a pre-production, I think in 2018 or 2017, Mm. these animated films, they take a long time to make. Yeah. Yeah. Of course. And so the fact that you're working that hard for that long and you're, you know, it's going on to a streaming service instead of getting that, that release in theaters. The only places that were released, it was released in theaters were places that didn't have access to Disney plus. Well, see, that's the thing is, is like when we watched the last big movie we watched before this came out, well, one of the last bigger movies was uncharted. And we Mm -hmm. went to our theater and there was a trailer for this in theaters. And I think it was like two or three weeks before it came out. They just suddenly like, Nope, streaming. Yeah. And I thought that was no offense. I, 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 I Mm -hmm. understand. I kind of get what they're getting at. But why don't you just do both? Who fucking cares? There's nothing's film anymore. It's all digital. You don't have nearly the cost in it. Right. Believe me, I was there when it was film make at theaters. That shit is expensive to transport. It's expensive to make. It's mm-hmm. just hard drives or downloads now. That's all it is. Mm-hmm. So I don't see why they didn't just. Do, and I just I think it's it's crap for these people that made this movie. And I think Luca was the other one. I see, it's, seen, by the Pixar way. has get has gotten shafted by by Disney the last three films. Their last three films have been put yeah. on Disney Plus. Straight, it's BS. Straight to, it was started with Soul, and then it yeah, went to yeah. Luca, and now with this, where you had Disney animated movies like Raya and the Last Dragon. Um, what the. There's been a couple other ones too that got theatrical releases. You had Cruello, which is live action, but still, like you had those movies getting put into uh, theaters, and then they were people they were charging thirty dollars so you could watch it on Disney Plus. But like the Pixar movie comes out, I was like, nope, you don't have to pay for. I mean, you're paying for Disney Plus, but you don't have to pay extra you know, that stupid amount. To, I mean, to be honest, that thirty dollars is fucking dumb. It's bullshit. <laughs> I can't. And, uh, 
but yeah, Pixar, uh, to be honest, I enjoy Pixar films more than I enjoy Disney, like the Disney animated oh. movies in my, like, that's just how I am. I just think Pixar is a fucking goat when it comes to animated uh, films. Yeah. I know another movie that's Disney. I think I'm pretty sure. Yeah, it's Disney. And then went straight to what the theaters was uh, Jungle Cruise. Yeah. All those movies got theatrical releases, but every Pixar one. Nope. Mm -hmm. Straight, straight to streaming service. No, I mean, like I said, like I said, they did get the this did get a theatrical release, but it was in territories that didn't have Disney Plus. So so such crap. Here's another thing. Okay, this may have been something that I I guess may have offended people. This is something I want to talk about. I want to see what you guys think, because I was watching this. And this doesn't bother me because I, but I know there's some like dude bros and sensitive people that the movie starts out and she starts turning into the panda. And I'm like, oh, this is, you know, an analogy for, you know, a period, right? A woman going yeah. into maturity, right? <laughs> the director and all of the people who wrote this movie literally state that's the case. Yeah. But <laughs> what, what I'm saying is what I'm saying is like, like. Like, that's how it goes into it. And, like, uh-huh. I can understand, like, a lot of people be put off because they're, like, cowards and don't look, oh, God, period. Like, what the fuck ever, dude? It's a natural thing that people go through. It's fine. Right. It's not that big a deal. You can go buy pads for your wife or significant other and not die. It's it's okay. But anyway, <laughs> but that's what I was like, oh, this is what this is. It's literally a period piece. But anyway. This is good. That's good. <laughs> Oh god! I love you. Yes, it worked out so much better than I thought. She spit out I was her drink. Almost. I was expecting just this horrible glare when I said that. Okay, fantastic, perfect, that's great. That's but awesome. It it really is more than that, in my opinion, because it's it that's how it starts, and I can see a bunch of people like, oh, I don't want to see this. I don't want my kids seeing this. I don't want to know. Whatever. I don't. That doesn't right. fucking matter. But it's literally as we talked about a girl or people discovering who they are and being honest about who they yeah. are. And yeah. just and that's, that's fine. And I've, I've got no issue with how this movie played out. I have no qualms with any of that stuff, but I just, I just thought, you know, that's what the movie seemed to me. That's that's, it wasn't just about, I mean, I'm sure I know you said that's what they said it was, but it was more than that. It wasn't just a Tampax commercial. I love you. <laughs> oh, and the tiny, the tiny, her little tiny friend that's oh, super angry all the time is fantastic. She's so good. She oh, no. So oh, good. there's just, but, but I, we were talking about earlier when I talked about, it's like, um, it was very predictable to me. Mm-hmm. Very predictable. You know how you have the, everything's wonderful in the end, the beginning. Then she has her little like thing where she turns into the panda. Then she's like, I don't know if I should do this. And then she does it with her friends because it's what she wants to do. Then there's conflict. Then, uh, she essentially turns on her friends at the end because she doesn't know how to speak up against her mother. And that was a part yeah. that pissed me off, but I know it's part of the story. And which I understand. Right now, don't call me out. I'm still, I'm 36 <laughs> and I don't like talking back to my mom. But uh, anyway, oh. I understand. It's we're all about def- how you're We're raised. on different sides for that one. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah, absolutely. <laughs> and then, um, you know, the, 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 the one that doesn't speak up, the dad has to have the important sentimental moment. Mm-hmm. And then there's the conflict at the end and then the resolution. And like I said, hugs and kisses and embracing who right. you are, flaws or otherwise. And, and and you mentioned how the dad earlier, the dad kind of says like, hey, you, this is part of you, essentially. Right. You need, you know, embrace, get rid of it if you want, but always remember this will always be a part of you. 
Yeah. And then the women on, and I don't know if this is an analogy to the red tide. The red peony or whatever. whatever the, yeah, it wasn't the red. Did the red, the red something? Peony bloom. Yeah, yeah. So, um, <laughs> it, it, I'm not trying to be facetious about that because I respect women because they have to deal with that because it just sounds horrible. Oh yeah, and I wouldn't want to deal with that at all. Women go but, through so much shit. <laughs> but, but all the women in this in this movie referred to her turning into the panda as a curse, right? And the dad's the only person that's like, it's just who you part of who you are, right? Like you can run, you know, get rid of it or just embrace it. And like that, just it was just a tip stereotypical thing. There's always gonna be that one person that's gonna be like, All right, I'm gonna be the noble, wise character. I feel like the dad gets shit on. I like the dad. I no, like I the love dad the dad. Like, he's great. Yeah, I like the dad. Yeah, I like the dad a lot. I like how he's yeah, famous yeah, for his cooking. Like, he's so good at it. Like, yeah, everyone's like, He's a house dad. It's great. Yeah. I love it. It's like we get to go to for, we get to go over for Mr. Lee's cooking. I'm there. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. Was, <laughs> yeah I, I was just, yeah. I, I don't know. I'm just throwing shit out there. But uh, there's stuff I did enjoy about the movie. It was just like this: said, the first 15 minutes or so, I didn't care for, and the rest it was fine. It was, right. it was stereotypical, but it was an enjoyable. Cooking, huh? When he's cooking and his glasses Falling. like fog up, but he's all like serious, and then he's like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, he's he's great. It's good stuff. Um, it, 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 it is a fun movie, by the way. Jin. Yeah. Jin. There you go. And there's always the mom, like the mom's mom. Oh like, yeah, the, the grandma one shows like, up. The one who's like kind of scary, but yeah, you find out she's not as scary as as. Uh... Sorry, daughter. That's okay. Uh, yeah, Speaking but you find out she's not as scary as, you know, you initially, you know, yeah. see, you know, especially when she calls the first time, you know, like, oh, no. Yeah. So, and, the, and Ming, the mother, uh, she's kind of like, I don't want to talk to her. Like, she's curled like up on the couch. Yeah. Like, no. A very similar reaction to what her daughter's going through. But I but understand I guess- the point you were making where it's like, you know, he was the dad was the one who had that conversation and people I think people got upset about this. Like, why is it always got to be the woman who is the bad guy? And it's like because that fits for this story. You know, yeah, it's it's it's, a, it's the the women go through this 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 transformation. They go through this this shit. I would I, I, I'm no man would be able to fucking go through. Not we're all fun. Bitches. Uh, we are. We are. <laughs> And you ever seen us get a cold? Oh my god! Oh my god! It's the worst. <laughs> <Like you're> dying. <laughs> well, I see my ten-year-old get a cold, and he's the worst. <laughs> he's only ten. God, but, yeah, I hear. But you. yeah, but the but the women are going through this change, so it wouldn't make sense for the mom to have that conversation because she's, you know, she has to play it. She's the tough one. She's the one who is kind of she's the head of the household, even though yeah. you know there is a father figure there, or there is a father. Um, she is She's the a, strong one yeah, holding ma- down. It's a major matriarchal, mar- yes. matriarchal family. Yeah. And, you know, the mom's, like you said, mom's the breadwinner. She's the rule maker. She's the mm-hmm. butt kicker. You know, yeah. she's the one she's got to lay down the laws. And I understand they try to illustrate because her mom is a lot like her when she was, when her mom was younger. Yeah. But it, it, I think it's another thing is even you know, us as parents sometimes forget that we were like our kids and we were, yeah. if you're always like, this is how it's got to be. And then, you know, it's, it's, it's like a balance. I think but it I don't also know. is, you know, it's also about those moms that don't think they're good enough. So they kind of have to over overdo everything. They have to be tough. They have to be, you know, right. But 
in the end, she's not as right. tough as she plays out to be because her daughter knocks her out. Right. Or, the, or those. But, but I mean, it, it just goes to the moms that don't think they're good enough and they just have to feel like they have to be tough all the time. It's also the, I think, the culture, too, because, you know, in the yeah, beginning of the yeah, movie, yeah. you know, Malian, um, she states about how, like, you pretty much worship your parents. You know, that's that's just how how it is. And especially her mother, you know, she she states when she, you know, she turns on her friends after she attacks Tyler at the party and, you know, her friends are like, no, no, you know, she, you know, we were all, you know, into this together and. Malin kind of turns her back on her friends, but it's and then, but then later on she explains it when she shows back up to the concert that she did it because she never she she's always trying to seek her mother's approval. She feels like she's never, you know, getting the approval from her mother that she kind of desperately seeks. But then it got to the point where she just doesn't care, and that's why she stands up to her mother when her mom turns into this freaking massive red panda. Which yeah. here's a question. The grandmother has a scar on her eye. Is that caused by the mother? I'm assuming because she said something about an argument. And she kind of, I think she touches up by her face. Yeah, she's like it. it used to be close uh, okay. until. Yeah. Um, yeah. If she always got that big, how did the grandmother survive? That's a great question. Because she turns know, into I mean, the biggest can... panda. And why? And, and that's the other thing I kind of was like, where's the explanation of why she turns so big? Is it because she's so angry? And the more angry you get, the bigger you become. Or Maybe is this just how she, or is this just how big she got every time? Because they, you know, Jin talks about how her mom uh, that he's he's only seen the panda once, and it was when uh, her mo- when Ming and her mother got into an argument about him because she the grandmother didn't approve of him, and it's like, yeah. but then you see her and you're like holy shit, I've been scared. Like, she was, I couldn't have been more proud of your mother. I was like, I would have been terrified. <laughs> I think she just, I think it's just an analogy for her that that uh, May's mom just has a really strong flow. <laughs> you know how much hate comments we're fixing to get for this episode? I'm just fucking around, people. I don't understand. Nobody it's watches not... YouTube. <laughs> That's right. Well, what a, well, we got the podcast version. Somebody will say something somewhere. Let yeah. me just say, though, that not everybody's flow is the same, and it sucks. So I can understand I her I understand. being you know, people, a big yeah. panda. I always uh, analogy for a yeah. word that I, I can't never say. understood guys who would get mad because they're you know their partner, wife, you know whatever they are. Would be pissed off during that. You like, do you know what they go through? I'd be fucking angry too. <laughs> the things I had to do during school. I just throw things at my wife. It's fine. <laughs> no, I just kidding. The amount of nope. uh, seriously, the when I was in high school and even after when I was, you know, you know, I worked around a bunch of guys. Those those guys like, oh my what, you know, my girlfriend. It's that time of the month, and you're like, shut the fuck up, dude. You don't understand. You're an idiot. <laughs> I know. It's. People what if you started it. bleeding from your ass? You gotta shove something up there every fucking time, you idiot. You'd be a My bitch about it. My anus is bleeding. <laughs> My anus is bleeding. Up, <laughs> Sorry. Oh, Dead man. Ten points if you get that reference. <laughs> uh, the music was uh, done by Ludwig Goranson, who is the composer for... Uh, he recently did The Mandalorian. 
Oh, okay. Um, okay. He's done such films as like Tenet. He did Black Panther, Creed, Creed 2, Venom. Nice. And he does a lot of collaborations with Child, uh, is it uh, Childish Gambino? I don't know who, if you know who that is, but yeah, he sings about America. Yeah, <laughs> I know who it is. I know it's uh, uh, Danny Glover. Yeah, the music for Four Town was written by Billie Eilish. Of course, it was, and her brother uh, played one of the members of Four Town. Phineas, really? His name is. The his name is Phineas. Shit, I literally just blanked. Phineas O'Connell. That's his name. His his real yeah. name. Jesse. Oh yeah, because Jesse. Yeah, because there's like she. They mention like three of them, and then there's two more that just like oh they're talented too, and we still don't <laughs> understand why they're four town because there's five of them. That's what she said. One of the mom said that I was like, why is it four town and there's five? I said of them. there's five of them, and she's like, why is it? Ten out there, five of them. I'm like, I just yeah. the same thing. <laughs> so, the number four. You know how the grandmother says the number four is very unlucky. It's actually mm-hmm. real. It's actually based on Chinese culture that the number four is a is unlucky. So I, I liked another, that. There is another addition. one for Jap for Japanese. It's a separate number, but I'm trying to think. Maybe four as well. Let me look because it sounds very close to. I'm looking it up right now. Well, the girl that played Abby has worked on Soul and Toy Story 4. Four and nine are considered unlucky numbers in Japanese. So there you go. Because it sounds, yeah. Yeah. Um, oh, she's so angry. She's very angry. <laughs> yeah, Sandra Oh as Ming. Fantastic. She's she's great in everything she's, she's in. Yeah, she's so great. Where is she like big from? She was on Grey's Anatomy, right? Yes. For a long time. And, For a long time. And um, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Yeah. Sandra Oh was in Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D.? Was she? No, maybe not. I may be thinking oh, of somebody, I'm thinking of somebody think else. So. She's Sandra. in a show yeah, called she... Killing Eve, which is Oh, yeah. Yeah, I remember that one. Seasons now, yeah. Which has um, the, the girl Disney who's movie. in it was in Free Guy. She was like the She's main character. From that. 220 mm. episodes of Grey's Anatomy. God, we should actually stop. No, I don't. Seriously. What are we on? I'm... Season 17 or something? Yeah. Yeah, please. Hey, if people who have anything to do with that show are watching this, stop it now. <laughs> no. <laughs> I love it. You canceled House, which is why that was literally my favorite Listen, medical drama. And then they canceled show. it. And I was like, well, I'm never watching a medical drama ever again. Listen, listen, <laughs> listen. How many medical dramas do you have now? You watched, we had all of them. I watched The Resident. I watched The Good Doctor. House. There was uh, ER. House. I didn't one, watch ER. Was that, was, was that was ER. That was ER. ER. Yeah. And then you have what are the ones you that watch was, now? That was the show my mom watched up until the time. You watch all these medical dramas, and I'm still hung up on the motherfucker that was choking on the meat on Rescue 911. The plane. <laughs> <laughs> I fucking remember that episode so vividly. I was like, what? And they had to like, I had like cut it out of his throat. I was like, ah, it's like the wasp from oh. Anaconda. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. He just goes. Oh, he just goes up the urethra and puts out his little. Yeah, yeah that's like, right. Oh, no, that's right, oh, baby bird. God. We, we... <laughs> I cannot wait. Till we how do many times? Anaconda, how many times have we referenced Anaconda in this? Uh, any of these shows that we do? Ah, <laughs> uh, glad we get to talk oh, about it. It's such, it's such a fun fucking movie. So much fun, dude. I want to throw this out there because I was listening to the podcast and we just talked about it. 
Roger Ebert liked Anaconda. When it was reviewed, he liked it. So anyway, carry on. That has nothing to do with anything we're talking about today. But <laughs> Anaconda, ladies and gentlemen. Oh, Anaconda. So good. Oh, man. So, yeah, that's 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 turning red. Like you said, we, we don't really go point for point on the plot in this in this show. Uh, maybe down the road when we review, when we go through like the Pixar films, we'll do another episode of this and we'll kind of go through She's our normal show. Canada. But we just kind of sit down. We have a conversation of what we liked about the film. We didn't like about the film. We talk about, you know, some key things in it. Uh, if there's anything we missed while talking about turning red, make sure to put it down in the comments. Um, I'm sure you did. Well, we don't. We don't always. I mean, there's there's stuff like we mentioned even in other times we do. We miss stuff. Like oh you yeah, mentioned. all the time. So the, so even if you watch it after listening to our video, there's still more. And and right. personally, I I do recommend like you know watch it, watch it yeah. with your family. It's it's just going yeah. open minded. It, it's it's it. Now I don't think you need to do that, but just just be rational. It's it's a fun movie. Just go watch. You'll enjoy it by the end. It. And if not, it's on fucking Disney Plus, and it's not costing you nothing extra. Yeah. Well, for our next episode of Fresh Cuts, even though we literally just talked about it before uh, we started recording this, we're, I'm just going to announce it anyway, so Dan's going to have to watch it. We're doing Fresh. We're going to do the Fresh Cuts on the movie Fresh. We're finally going to sit down and talk about it. It's been a little bit since they released it, but I watched it a while ago, and it was a damn good movie, and now I'm telling Dan he needs to watch it. And he doesn't look happy, I but I feel like he's going to enjoy this movie. <laughs> Listen, <laughs> I feel I like he's really going to enjoy it. <laughs> Also, I I just want to say I am probably going to be doing an episode of Slice of TV by myself on a show that I just got done watching called Joe versus Carol. It's the dramatic telling of the Tiger King. And I have to talk about it. And even if it's talking into the void, I am am going to sit down, record myself talking about Joe versus Carol because I have to. Don't leave him behind, (laughs) dude. I keep like... I'll keep like no, I like scroll past it. I'm like no. Watch it. You'll watch I'll, it. You'll, you'll... Yeah. It's actually a really good watch. I'll just say that. I won't go into any details on it. Uh, also, I'm, I'm planning on covering. I do want to cover the Halo show that just um, dropped its first episode today, as of this recording. Um, so you know, we'll figure that out. I'm gonna tell you right now. I've not watched Halo, and I really don't plan on it. But there better be low gravity jumps and circle strafing, or I'm not. Well, it's gonna be shit. Just from the, I haven't even watched the whole episode yet because my son wants to watch it with me. And there are things in it. I'm like, they really did that. They did that. They added that detail to certain things. I'm not gonna spoil it, but I was like, good on you. There better be some hardcore fucking Lipton in there, dude. Or I'm gonna be pissed. <laughs> D-bagging, bro. Oh, my goodness. So can't do that. <laughs> this, yeah, you can. <laughs> so this week, uh, our shows will be... So this goes out on Monday. Wednesday will be our uh, video debut of Resident Evil Extinction. Oh, my God. Fucking Resident Evil. And then Friday will be Batman Begins. Woo! Woo! Finally jumping into the Nolanverse. When it comes Finally to out of the movie. shit stuff. Yeah. We're, we're <laughs> fucking going out of that shit pile. All oh, from boy. here. <clears throat> I'm very excited to to venture into it. Um, That's going to be it. Make sure to uh, like, comment, and subscribe on the YouTube channel. 
Make sure to leave a comment down below. And uh, if you listen to us on Spotify, make sure to leave us five stars. And if you listen to us on iTunes, Apple Podcasts, trying to think of all the podcast services, good good yeah. pods, you can rate you there can you rate us and write reviews. So make sure to do that because I like reading people's reviews of our show. I also Hell like when people yeah. just rate us too. It's cool. Because we, we fit, guess what, guys? We finished top 10 in TV reviews, which is weird because we haven't done TV review in a while, but we finished top 10 in TV yeah. reviews on Good Pods, and we also finished top 50 in movie reviews. So, heck yeah. I want to keep that up. I want to keep going up, baby. So, make sure if you listen on Good Pods, if you listen to podcasts on Good Pods, make sure to listen to us because we're pretty cool Let's too. Try. We try. Yeah. Pretty cool. You should right. watch Jurassic Park 3. You should do that. <laughs> We we don't get views anymore on the on the YouTube. I think we're shadow banned. <laughs> I think we are. I, think I don't know what's happening. YouTube chat is wet. It's like it's just it's nothing right now. But listen, hey, I'm gonna let you know. Whatever. Hey, I noticed our stuff really started plateauing off after the conflict in Ukraine started. I'm just saying. I don't know if it's correlation. I'm just letting you know. It's about when it listen, levels out. We're gonna keep going. We're gonna keep putting out shows regardless of of how that goes. I, I really like to focus more on, you know, people listening to the show. Cause I know podcasts get, I feel people listen to podcasts more than they watch them. So I'm, I'm okay with it. We put the video out there for people who ever, you know, who want, I know there are people out there who like to watch the show. So that's for them. And I'm okay Absolutely. doing that little bit of extra work to make sure that those people can watch the show. Um, yep. But we've been, we've been doing great and I'm having a lot of fun. I'm not going to stop anytime soon. So no matter the performance, we're going to keep on trucking, baby. All right, before we go on a too long of a tangent, this has been Dissect That Film Fresh Cuts. I am Brett Parker. That is Dan and Angela of DNA Gaming. And, uh, yeah, we'll see you all next time. Bye. Bye. Get out of here. Quack. <laughs>